episode 227 of the Loud and Proud podcast. No shame and no game. We have plenty to talk about this weekend on the podcast and a whole lot more looking back over the week that was too. But first, Oasis. Well, right, Jess, so I mentioned like what a week, what a week we had. What, uh, plenty of podcasts, plenty of uh, stuff on the patreon.com forward slash loud and proud um, page all week. You had loads happening. You had the Sigerson Cup. You, we had 12 players playing. And one of them really had a really, really big week. And um, he'll definitely looks to be an integral part of Loud this season. So Mickey would only be delighted with that. Um, yeah, so but the Sigerson watch as well. There'll be more this week ahead of the week there was. You know, it's great to keep an eye on those young players playing across the country for their colleges and a special, special tournament. So there's a losers group. And then there's obviously the quarter, I don't know, the second round, I don't know what way they're, they're filtering it down or how the loser's pot comes back into it. Maybe there's a buy in the, in the semi-final with the odd numbers, I don't know. But I'll be definitely keeping a close eye on it because that's the cream of the crop. And then the more you're looking at the loud players, you're looking at the opposition. And it is stacked with Division 2 players, you know. That's the way the competition looks. That's the way it is. Like, the higher up you are, in the table, the higher the higher amount, sorry, the amount the higher amount of players you have playing Sigerson, the higher up the leagues you are. You know, we've twelve, we're in second division two. Now there is probably more above us, and um, lower down, like the likes of Offaly and Down, and um, would have more. But still, it's hell. Twelve is some jump from what we've had in in in, in recent seasons. Um, and yeah, you're looking at opposition players as well. That's what I did today. I took the trip. I was going to go to. I was going to go to Crow Park to see um, David Clifford do the business, but then I didn't bother. I was in Crow Park all the Saturday night looking at some brilliant hurling. And look, at it kind of... I know Keevee and Riley had an article on Loud Hurling there last week, or maybe it was the week, week before, and I, I was looking at the teams that played in the, in the junior and in the intermediate hurling final, Turin from Mayo and Eski from Sligo. And there's only two senior teams in both those counties, and there is six and maybe three other junior junior teams in it as well. But there's two senior teams, and look, the Horland will never go in this county. Now it's not been helped, and it won't be at a low ebb or a high ebb, but it it will never go. You know, the Feckins, Knockbridge, Menina have that development obviously as well. That look, if you have three teams, that'll keep the light fire, that'll keep the fire burning. And Aiski and Turin proved it as well the weekend, although they were bet. They, they, they make up a lot of the intercounty team that plays like Rackard, um, Laurie Maher and that as well, and even higher, even higher higher up Christy Ring in that too. So that's a bit of... I might, might relay and might touch back on that at some stage in the future as well because it'd be nice to get an in-depth and insight to how hurling is shaping and how it could be shaped and how it hasn't been shaped in this past couple of seasons as well um, and obviously we build up to the, the hurlers playing the National League as well um, we also right so I, I did a rookie report in my 11th year doing it um, for, I look back at 2013 and w- 2013's rookie report as well where um, one really really starlet back then he's still playing for Loud now um, made their debut all the way back in the Fitz- Simons Cup when Loud took on Mead, which you believe that in uh, Aidan O'Rourke's first game in his first in his reign, 
in a row. Who's he over? He's over Donegal now at the moment with Paddy Carr, who also managed Loud in 2001. So it's amazing the way the, the world kind of revolves around and goes back, and especially in the GA world. It can circle and travel and bring in a journey to many, many, many different places. But 10 rookies were evaluated by myself and a lot of them come out fairly well. And we might have one more. Depends. That that will all depend on this Saturday and an injury clearing up as well. But it's good to go through those players, have a look for look about them and kind of give it insight to the to the prospects and what they did well, what they can do better, what they didn't do well. Um, and then maybe give people an eye on how to do it if they weren't at the Bourne Cup matches or maybe get an extra insight on the, the new chap and maybe give them a bit of perspective as well that maybe they're just making their debut probably go a little bit easier on them. You know, because they are there's some serious footballers there in those 10 rookies. Um, some talented boys and some lads that will possibly start against Clare in Ennis in the 29th. What's that, 14 days away? Yeah, two weeks' time, we'll be in Ennis. But um, this Saturday, we will be in Longford. I think there was a coin toss. I'm not too sure, but I'd say it was kind of... I'd say Leinster were hell-bent that we weren't getting the... Uh, we weren't getting the home game after. Well, I suppose we we're thrown under the bus by awfully. I spoke about that in my thoughts. Supposed to be an awfully in doubtless till today, and it didn't happen. Would well, I like the game, but it's just it's great to only play two games and be in a World Cup final. Maybe that's the way it should be played in a couple of in next season. Two games, and if you win those, you get to the final. Because I think. Like the squeeze on on fixture congestion, but like I said in the podcast, we should have been applauded for not playing and playing three games in a week and avoid not to do that and risk an injury to young lads and even dangerous like driving home and that late at night coming from Wexford after a long trip. I think we made the right decision. What I didn't say in the podcast, and I regret not saying it straight away afterwards, was I think. Liam Cairns, I did list all his reasons and all and all the digs he dig it in in the statement and that to the awfully manager. I, I do feel he knew he didn't have a chance of winning the game as well. I think Louder kinda hell bent. Without getting too much ahead for Saturday and the preview and the whole lot. Um I'm gonna just gonna hold me fire a little bit because I do think yeah, we have a great chance. We have a great chance. Um, but all my thoughts and all the build-up, probably a guest on as well to talk about that that Longford game. They they played three games. They drawn with me and they drawn with no the bet leash and uh, Carlo. Did they draw it? They drew Carlo as well. I don't know. I have to do my full research on that. But yeah, Loud and Longford in Cusick Park not overly a fixture you want to get enthused about but it's a chance of silverware that's what you would get enthusiastic about get a good crowd travelling down to, to um, Longford it's not as far as Wexford um, nice stadium too lovely people as well down there in Longford too so I have all that you can listen to all that back you had the, you had the Shield and Cup groups the Kevin Mullen Shield groups they were all out so that was hectic as well that's all starting the 26th of um, February so plenty happening and teams are getting their act together. I've 38 out of 41 managers lined up, talked about insight on how they want teams to play, where they come from, their background. Three teams remain, so there'll be a part five, holy moly kid, on the managerial merry-go-round. That should be tied up. There's one very, very close. One out of the three ain't bad, and they're nearly filled up. So that should be filled by during the week, but I'm not too sure about 
whereabouts of the other two. But um, yeah, so it was great to see David Clifford do the business um, as well. And just go right back to the kind of slot that I did last week. The uh, the NFL watch. So obviously the Dubs, Kildare and Mead weren't playing. Cork and Clare played each other. Um, and then Limerick played yesterday. And if you look on their Twitter account, maybe it was their Twitter account, or even if you just search Keen Sheehan on uh, Twitter, you'll see the lovely pass he's playing. He's supposedly in serious, serious form in midfield he played half back against us in the National League final but he didn't play that day in UL but the video is from UL so he's a player to watch and then I went to have a look at Derry I had my thoughts and theories on Derry and I scouted and had a look at them today as I took on Conor Laverty's down Conor Laverty's down are a much improved side really good they can do things maybe a little bit better than we can but we can do things a lot better but down caused them problems and I thought they should have won. Maybe a little bit of inexperience towards the end. But seemingly they played a challenge match against London on the Friday night. Um, so that's interesting to see how they're building. But Derry, yeah, they showed the resilience of champions, also champions. They showed how, how and why they got to an All-Star, uh, to an All-Ireland semi-final and ran goal with close. They have really good players. And at the mid, they're, they're already working on tactics and formations without the Glenn players. So that doesn't bode well because you're talking, all right, they might welcome them back and have them ready for us. And hopefully there'll be a hangover. There is a little bit of a hangover. Chrissy McKay, Garrett McKinless and that getting knocks. Um, not as sharp as you have. They're introduced a couple of new players as well. Debbie turned in, old McAvoy in a full back. Um, I've, I've a bit to talk about that game for all saved and ready for that preview game. That preview the week for that's that's a couple of weeks time. And have Malachi McMullen on Gaelic Life writer and formerly with the Derry Post. He's a really really good man. He'd have a good talk and a good chat and insight to Derry and all everything that's going on. I'm nagging him to get a podcast going. Uh, Derry and proud, but uh, they look good. They're they're a good outfit, you know, to beat down when down win them leading by four points early in the second half. They have a couple of good players, good sharpshooters. Obviously, Shane Wiggins is a class part, classy footballer, but still, he didn't scare me as much as I thought he did. I think a couple of our loud defenders, Dermot Campbell, Bevan Duffy, Donald McKenney, Dan Corkin could do um, a job on him. But I'll talk about that later on. Maybe new, some new fellas in that. Peter Lynch as well. Could, uh, or Kieran Murphy could do a job on him too. So I'm not ruling that out, even Alan Connor. So. But an enjoyable day. Really, it was like championship-like intensity up there. It was pre-season all but a name. And an, an enjoyable affair. Uh, and not overly worrying for loud. So I have a theory on that game I'm going to talk about closer to the time. But that is it for now. Episode 227. Do join in. Do, do, do join in. Sign up for the podcast during the week. We're going to have loads happen. We're going to build up to that. A World Cup final. First time we played one. We haven't won one since 2009. First time we played in the World Cup final since we were bet with the third string Dublin team a couple of seasons ago. Um, but uh, yeah, squad maybe cut too. I'll have an update on that and a few other things. But yeah, looking forward to next Saturday. 2pm trip down to Pierce Park in Longford. Um, looking forward to hopefully and I think we will. I'm not going to say anymore how we will but I think we could get the first silverware of the year. But um, yeah, that's it. 
Thanks very much for listening. Thanks so much for tuning in episode 227 Loud and Proud podcast. I will talk to you during the week. Patreon.com forward slash Loud and Proud. Sign up now. Manage every merry-go-round. Listen back to that. And the Rookie Report. And obviously, yes. Coming up, we'll have transfers too. And Owen Brennan will be joining me to talk about Claire the following week as well. Really, really good writer from down there. So loads happening. Do sign up. Thanks very much for listening. Good luck. Bye-bye and thanks. <laughs>